Distancing champion, aka the biscuit berater, bringing you yet another episode of Switches Sites. Uh, my gaming podcast where I talk about uh, gaming news and games in general because they're they're great and you should play them too. Um, today's date is uh july 9th 2020 uh boy man this this quarantine time is 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 quick let me tell you that uh maybe i'm just enjoying it (laughs) more than i mean no i i guess that's that's maybe a, a misinterpretation i don't think you should feel guilty for enjoying yourself in a time of great adversity such as this where we're pretty much confined to our homes uh, until this whole virus goes away. Uh, but, you know, uh, a lot of people are making that hard um, for no reason other than they just want to be selfish and not be considered of other people that may be in a uh, more risk of getting killed by this thing than uh, others. But, you know, hey, I digress, you know, Um world is still still uh, in fire right now. Trump is acting a fool as usual. So uh, nothing to be surprised there. Um, yeah, man. Stuff is still crazy. Uh, people still going to be, be horrible people. Uh, what else is new? I don't know. I don't even know. Uh, but hopefully everybody's uh, being healthy, being safe uh, the best they can considering the very uh crazy scenarios right now which is real still surreal the time we're in right now um anyway uh let's stop the dilly dallying and get right into it um i also i'm gonna try something different i think i noticed like some other podcasts do this as well as uh to help people maybe um sift through stuff that they want to without having, I guess, to be confined with listening to the whole podcast, which I mean, why wouldn't you? But but I mean, that's your prerogative, of course. How am I to judge what you want to do? I'm not no dictator like some other people in this country that are trying to, you know, uh, control some motives and whatnot. But but that's that's a discussion for probably <laughs> never. <laughs> but 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 I digress. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna start trying to take time code notes, uh, to start of the discussion. So let's stop the dilly dallying and get right into it. So, uh, first topic of discussion, uh, Xbox finally, uh, finally, hopefully is coming with that heat, that fire, that sickness in in the best way um, with the Xbox uh, game showcase 
So this is pretty much, man, they're like do or die moment right now. Uh, the ball's in their court. Um, you know, PS5 had a legitimate strong showing. They did everything they needed to with, you know, all the um, all the uh, discrepancies with, um, you know, not even seeing the console, not knowing what it looks like. So now we do know what it looks like. We have some tangible to kind of grasp on with, you know, the only other lingering factor being the price point. So um, it's going to be very interesting to see uh what Xbox is going to do to try to, you know, uh answer to PS5 uh specifically cuz man, yeah, especially after the lackluster uh Xbox um I forgot what they called it, but basically their their games <laughs> quote unquote games focused um uh showing which was very not that at all, more like um CGI movie games that look maybe representative of the actual game, but we're not sure, but we'll show it and hopefully you might like it. I hope please. Um, which I mean, I mean, of course there's probably some variables that are out of, out of Xbox's control in that respect with, you know, uh, this being on the wake of the whole COVID situation and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, however way you want to spin it, push it, uh, reverse it, still pretty much the uh, wasn't that uh, that strong, uh, very, very opposite of such. So, um, yeah, man, that's Xbox really needs to have a strong showing at this uh, event if um, they're even going to stand a chance to try and at least directly compete with PS5, even though I guess that's they've kind of been smart about that as uh, to insinuate that that's not really their their focus and that they're not going to necessarily try to directly compete with PS5 kind of, even though I mean, (laughs) they could, of course, say that. But I mean, ultimately, you kind of want that. And I'm pretty sure they maybe uh, from an ulterior motive standpoint want to do that as well. Uh, you know, with their, um, yeah, as a, as, a, as a whole and, you know, hearing like some of the stuff of them, like getting like going full in with all these developers and uh, trying to, you know, get some exclusivity. Presumably they haven't really said that uh, definitively, but I don't know, man. It uh, it's it's all in Xbox's court, man. They need to they need to show some big ass surprises that nobody was, is expecting. Um, Halo Infinite has to definitely um, kill it. Uh, at least uh, speaking of, of course, as a Halo fan myself, they definitely need to need to uh, bring it home. This game, what been five years since Halo five. Um, they got a lot to show for it. Um, hopefully they, they knock it out, out the park. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I honestly don't really know what to expect. I definitely hope to expect some games, new games we haven't seen that, uh, whether multi-platform or not would be pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's, um, 
it's going to be a hopefully it's going to be a slobber knocker uh, by the words of the late not late he's still alive uh, James Earl Ross James Ross WWE always quoted stuff so I should probably know that but I don't exactly so um, yeah man that's it's going to be crazy or hopefully <laughs> I want to say it could be crazy for the for the for the good reasons or horrible reasons, but only time will tell. Only time will tell. July twenty third. So I'd say, <laughs> people, uh, if you're trying to trying to get this Xbox Series X and PS five on release or within a timely manner, uh, you know, for loved ones, uh, children uh, that have been really good got good report cards not these not these uh these bad kids not well i mean now that's a whole nother tangent i'm not gonna try to get into but you know <laughs> now with all these kids at home um being able to essentially cheat in terms of a lot of testing and stuff but i mean you are you are paying attention you are you are focused on the schoolwork to some extent but but i digress so yeah expect uh yeah like probably like a day after probably ps5 will come with their price after they see xboxes which is man it's still a bs move man uh ps5 they they could have yeah it's just it's messed up how they're trying to just straight up undercut xbox when they are so ahead and they don't want to look like a like boo boo the fool with their price uh, that slightly annoys me, but I mean, I get it. This, this, this long ass game of a uh, price chicken for the next console. And I feel like this is probably the longest we've gone without knowing a generation's price after announcement. Cause I think pretty much every console we knew of the price, like roughly in, in, by June of, uh, you know, at least if technically this was E3's showing or whatever. So eh, I don't know, man. I do not know. Um, yeah, I'm, I definitely want them. I am on Xbox's side. Of course, you know, being a multi-platform user, I, of course, want everybody to win. But I mean, in terms of of all the consoles, Xbox is technically in last place. Um, if we, you know, compared to switch and PS4 and, and, uh, you know, Xbox itself. So I definitely just, just for gaming as a whole to like evolve and, and be forced to improve in some way, shape or form. I think it, it's going to be real good for Xbox to, uh, show up, show up, go big or go home Xbox. I'm just saying. Uh, if I if I could just throw some like, you know, ideal announcements, that would be great. Um, damn. Yeah, it kind of sucks because it's like. Pretty much all of uh, Xbox's exclusive IPs are. Are good. But I mean, one good one, if we if we're going to be honest, um, this will probably shock a lot of people. Um, scale bound. If that actually managed to fully come back 
uh, for the next Xbox. That would be pretty big because I know a lot of people, including myself, wanted to actually play it and, you know, kind of were saddened by how uh, how it got canceled, per se. I'm not sure if that's the first game that would get canceled and uncanceled. I'm not sure if you can actually do that. Maybe you can. I would assume you could to some extent. Maybe some some uh, loopholes, probably. Um, I'm going to call this right now. I'm pretty certain probably going to get Battletoads Shadow Drop. Totally makes sense. It's like the perfect Game Pass game. Uh, it's, you know, kind of digital, not necessarily a huge physical, I guess, following with it. Um, would be the perfect game to like, you know, and it's available right now. I, I would not be surprised if that happened. Um, what else? Damn. Maybe that's it. Uh, I mean, we, with the rumors of perfect dark, I wouldn't be surprised if that came to be in fable and stuff. Um, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking specifically in terms of the exclusivity realm, but I, it's really not much that is exclusive that it hasn't been, you know, we don't know about maybe gear six. It's been what gears gears five came out in 2019. So yeah, I guess that may be a little too early, but who knows? Xbox may be trying to flare their guns a bit or, um, maybe the game is earlier. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to, uh, fathom what else yeah it'll probably have to be some third-party game uh one good one is maybe dead rising 5 we might maybe see that come back or in some shape or form uh at least seeing uh this in-depth youtube video about like the history and kind of the lead up to the downfall of dead rising 5 it seems like maybe possibly potentially could be revived and again, maybe stick with Xbox in terms of exclusivity, like um, at least the original uh, Dead Rising for for a certain time before it was able to get ported and uh, Dead Rising 3, which I think is the only Dead Rising game that is still exclusive to Xbox. So that could be a factor. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Something that we haven't seen I'm guessing maybe probably some publisher that we don't know about getting purchased by Xbox. If anything, I know the WB rumor uh, was floating around as well. So there's a lot of potential. It's uh, it's a lot of potential. Maybe it's just some stuff that we completely don't know that could totally uh, knock us out the park, if you will, knock our socks off, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Um, but yeah, definitely looking forward to it. Um, hope, hope they uh, definitely have a strong showing. Just regardless, with uh, you know console wars fanboys or whatever, uh, just from a straight competitive standpoint, um, would be great. Would be great. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think what would actually really completely surprise me and stun me. Uh, something that I would never expect. Um, you know, one that I guess 
is kind of what somewhat of a rumor that that's been going around, but kind of subsided uh, is uh, Nintendo's uh, Xbox and Nintendo's like partnership. I'm very curious to see if maybe they'll just like, you know, and uh, welcome our uh, exclusive partners, uh, Nintendo. And then <laughs> Nintendo comes out, uh, forget what, Miyamoto, uh, Doug Bowser. Like, uh, we are very happy to announce our exclusive uh, streaming partnership with Nintendo um, in terms of, I don't know, like, you can use xCloud exclusively on your Nintendo Switch outside of, you know, your mobile mobile platforms or something that will probably be a huge win. Yeah. Some surprising exclusivity with, with Nintendo would be pretty big. It would be pretty big. I think that that would definitely be a, whoa, what they're combining forces against Sony or whatever, which is kind of funny because that's kind of like almost the antithesis of uh Sony actually branching out on its own being formerly with Nintendo uh at the time and then trying to make a console together and, and then Nintendo backing out then Sony like well okay all right well we're just gonna make our own then and totally like killed it which is <laughs> that'd be kind of funny that'd be that'd be that'd be pretty ironic in a sense when you think about it in the in the grand scheme of things that'd be cool so yeah, man, it's a lot of potential, a lot of potential for a lot of stuff to happen. Um, yeah, I'm pretty certain we're definitely we definitely have to get the price at some point. I don't think there's going to be any any. Um, I don't know. Uh, reservations that that won't happen. I guess it could, but then it just be like, what? This is a, we're like going in on that six month, uh, you know, territory before release. They have to get all that solidified so, you know, consumers can actually, you know, prepare for it, know what we're getting into or potentially get into as I'm pretty sure that's that's a must at this point. Especially, yeah, we're both playing chicken. I think that's a given. We should definitely get the price. Um, more likely probably get that Lockhart announcement with, uh, you know, the lesser the lower tiered console that isn't as powerful as the, uh, I guess, base or standard Xbox one series X, or I believe the term going around is series X. Um, and I guess that actually, uh, nicefully, nicefully boy, a boy, boy, boy that, uh, <laughs> conveniently goes into our, uh, next topic, which is, um, a rumor. I gotta put that as a disclosure that uh, apparently, um, all the Xbox One consoles seem to be discontinued, uh, at retail by Microsoft, uh, which in turn is you know obviously making room only for the Series X, potentially the Series X, or Series X, potentially the Series S. Uh, that is that is such a weird marketing decision, but whatever. Um, so apparently, um, according to Reddit, I think there were some people finding on uh, some of the sites that 
the um the consoles aren't are basically being set to be discontinued essentially we get the full full rundown yeah so from a lot of the retailers so uh this guy that works at electronics at target checking to see if there was uh we were getting any more xbox one consoles in notice every single xbox console we normally carry was discontinued meaning essentially our store would no longer be carrying xbox one s or xbox one x consoles doesn't make much sense to stop selling consoles in july at a major retailer if the consoles expected to release holiday 2020 makes me wonder if maybe a surprise early launch of the series x is on the way huh. what you know what man that does put some things in perspective though we never we don't technically have a definitive release date for the i guess they said holiday well, who knows? They could change that. So maybe potentially we get get that way sooner. I mean, because if let's say hypothetically the Xbox One Series X, uh, they they claim holiday 2020. I mean, that that does really lock you in the window of November or December. But who knows? They could pull like a one complete like 180 and like say that the um, Xbox One Series X will be released like <laughs> right then and there when like the 23rd uh it would definitely help series x in terms of you know getting ahead of ps5 and not have that i guess direct competition necessarily in terms of you know getting the people that are maybe on the fence like oh, i really want a next gen console right now and then they'll pick up the series x and then maybe if they still want the ps5 still get the ps5 so it's interesting. That's interesting. I didn't really think about that, at least putting that in perspective, but uh, at least some of the other, um, I think some of the other stores, storefronts are actually um, lining up with that as well. So, yeah. So it's a possibility. Again, of course, obviously it's a rumor, but I mean, if this were to actually be true, uh, it definitely would make a ton of sense, especially like with the like consumer confusion it would potentially cause with, you know, let's say uh, Janet comes into the store, wants to buy a console for her son, Willie, and, you know, uh, yeah, I want to get me a, a console for my son, blah, blah, blah. And then. <laughs> I feel bad for like soda retailers. Like, yeah, uh, sure, ma'am. Uh, so, do you want the Xbox One X, the Xbox One S, the Xbox Series X, or the Xbox Series S? If that's actually a thing. Um, and Chan's like, I don't. Uh, I mean, the newest one. Um, I guess. And then, you know, that whole conversation and then, but even, even if you take out the read, like the, like a clerk actually helping you, you know, you can also be totally in the dark if you just go on by yourself to try to buy something or let's say, I mean, consider an environment that everybody's online now getting stuff ordered online that Susie could buy 
uh, Xbox One X, assuming or thinking that it's the Series X. Uh, and then, you know, <laughs> poor Johnny uh, on Christmas Day, just pissed, livid. Mom, damn it. All right. One of the damn series, series X, you gave me an Xbox one. You don't love me anymore. And then, you know, that whole Christmas is ruined. Johnny hates games forever. We'll never play an Xbox one X again. And, you know, who's the blame? Ultimately, Xbox. They're the true villain <laughs> with the kind of Twitter meme going around the act, the, 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 the villain and the actual villain, whatever. Only Twitter people, I guess, will understand that. But you know, um, <laughs> poor Johnny. <laughs> yeah, if if this isn't true, it's pretty safe to say we're gonna have a lot of a lot of poor Johnnies around. Um, come, uh, come this holiday. <laughs> R.I.P. Johnny. I mean, he Johnny didn't kill himself or anything. It's just like you know, Johnny's excitement for a new console. That whole experience is ruined. Um, <laughs> these tangents i'm sorry i'm sorry um yeah so it definitely would be a smart move though um especially considering that the xbox one series x and potential series s will both be backwards compatible fully uh to our understanding with um all of the xbox one library so it would be a smart move on their part just to totally avoid consumer confusion to the umpteenth degree because uh the potential is definitely definitely there um yeah so moving on uh in in um i don't even know what you call it in uh console news still uh i guess moving on the other end with the ps5 um Sony uh just throwing them guns out, you know, suns out, guns out. That's what Sony said. Um, so Sony uh via Games Beat, Sony invests two hundred and fifty million million. Or is it billion? No, million is necessary in uh Fortnite. Uh well, the maker of Fortnite, Epic Games. So essentially Epic Games. Um so apparently under the deal. The investment enables Sony and Epic to broaden their collaboration with Sony's limit. Actually, my bad. I'm sorry. I have to do it. I have to do it in my uh my <laughs> presenter game game uh game announcement presenter voice. Uh sorry. Just the thought of that makes me laugh. All right. Uh under the deal, the investment enables Sony and Epic to broaden their collaboration with Sony's portfolio of entertainment assets and technology and Epic social entertainment platform and digital ecosystem. Think Fortnite's increasing use as a social space or the Epic's game store to create a unique experience or my bad <laughs> to create unique experiences for consumers and creators. Closing of the investment is subject to customary closing conditions, including regulatory approvals. So at least what I got from that is that essentially 
PS5 and Epic are probably maybe going to get some either some maybe exclusivity deal with Fortnite, the next Fortnite that may come out or whatever the next Fortnite is kind of um or some a totally new epic uh IP I I'm, I guess my closest reference to that is maybe a la something Gears of War ish where it would be like a totally new IP exclusive to PS5 or something like that potentially maybe uh they did say though that they aren't going to be stuck to um releasing exclusively to PS5 they can still be multi-platform so maybe that may not be as possible but i mean it technically is feasible uh either way you know so yeah um interesting either way i mean 250 million that's a lot of money it's the money you don't just throw around and you know say be my friend i mean it's it's, 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 there's a statement behind that (laughs) so uh, i don't know ps5 is making moves just as well as xbox who knows it's uh i like the competition man it's it's really great to see the competition as a consumer, you know, being able to uh, ultimately benefit from all of this. So, um, yeah, interesting stuff. Uh, keeping in line with PS5 news <laughs> and probably the most uh, remedial nerdiest aspect of uh, being a video game enthusiast, which I am very guilty of. Um, uh, PlayStation revealed what the PS5 cases will look like. Um, and boy, slightly disappointed, to be honest with you. So essentially they look like PS4 cases, but just with the label white instead of blue and then just PS5 instead of PS4. And it's like, (laughs) they like just did that and like called it a day, which I mean, they could have put some more effort into it. Uh, at least, uh, looking at this on a reset era, um, a user did a fantastic job, um, showing what technically would be way better, which was basically think of the same PS4 design, but instead of, uh, just the white contrast and the blue, which I don't think really complements it as well, just having a white jewel case instead of the blue jewel case to actually accent with the white labeling, which makes total sense. And also it screams more so next gen than just a blue case with the PS five label on it. It just, I don't know something about that just doesn't feel like a essential jump to the next generation, which I feel like, I guess maybe in terms of my expectation of a next generation, uh, game case because we in real nerdy right now. Um, is that yeah, it should insinuate feel next gen, I guess, where it's like this doesn't necessarily feel like a big jump to the next generation. Um, I'm not saying just a drastic case change, but just something that goes more better, goes better, and also insinuates that this is totally different from a previous generation console. So at least with 
the PS5 if it just had the white cases. So like, let's say you have a PS5 game with a PS4 game, it'd be way more distinct from one another, different from one another, where you could say, oh yeah, that's PS5 versus yeah, that's PS4. So like, if you're looking at a distance or like your eyesight is horrible, you can, you could still see like, okay, that's PS5, that's PS4. But yeah, with this consistent blue case design with the white labeling and the same pretty much very similar font to PS5 or PS4, it looks very, uh, doesn't look as, as a pop, I guess, not pop, but like, it's distinct. Yeah, ultimately distinct as when compared to the previous gen. Um, specifically for PS5, I think Xbox sticking with their green, like, you know, design, it seemed to work, uh, just with their, but they, but that's the thing with Xbox. They changed their font and labeling a bit, uh, from Xbox 360 to Xbox one to Xbox series X, which I think in, in their, like, I guess niche helps them better, um, to, you know, signify, a different generation, which I'm fine with in their respect. But for PS5, considering they're going with a like white design overall in terms of their at least initial design with the PS5, it um it just doesn't really seem to work for me personally. Uh yeah, just if they just made the the case itself white instead of blue, that will make it pop so much better and really give you the feeling like, oh man, this is the next, this is the next generation game. Um, <laughs> but I digress. I mean, <laughs> we, we, we talk about game cases here, right? I mean, Hey, uh, I'm just saying if I want, if I want a next generation case, especially as somebody who's, who does appreciate physical media still, I know a lot of, a lot of folks have moved on to digital, but I will still fight and, uh, you know, support the physical media realm. Um, yeah, I think anything to kind of differentiate themselves and signify a new generation better and convey that better, especially to like the standard consumer, which may potentially get confused by this. Um, even from a marketing standpoint, I think overall just, uh, making the case itself white would help this this um ps5 cases so much better you know i mean if, if you didn't <laughs> if you ain't know this is like this was a gaming gaming podcast you do now talking about talking about jewel cases but i mean i'm just saying we about to get this this whole new generation of consoles this whole just i mean just just make the case white that's all I'm, that's all i'm saying all right just saying, okay. All in all, I mean, I'm, uh, if 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 they didn't change it, I'm okay with it. But I mean, if I if I could provide my input, which you know I did, that is uh that is what I I I think would be way better, way better. I think a lot of people do agree as well. Somebody somebody had was fussing like, all right, we're talking, we have 20 pages of a thread talking about, uh, game cases. And I'm like, uh, yeah, it's a video game enthusiast forum. Of course, we're going to 
freaking analyze and and rip apart uh, a a damn um, game case for next gen console because this is our lives. All right. <laughs> we have no lives. We need to uh, make sure what we're talking about is, you know, is is we put our input because we we do matter. All right. Us as hardcore video game enthusiasts matter in terms of this this scenario. Okay. Um that's honestly what the gaming the uh big gaming company should factor in, which obviously I think, you know, in terms of the forum, a lot of in insiders and, and game de- developers and stuff like that in inside the industry do um actually check this for um the video game enthusiasts you know opinions on it which you know i mean more or less definitely help uh versus you know somebody who's not as invested necessarily not to like say it as an off-putted thing but you know if you're gonna ask for advice for somebody from somebody on something game related you wouldn't ask somebody who doesn't know what a video game is or the ins and outs of video games. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, I just, it just is smart to do that. You know, I don't know. Not sure where I was going with that, but you know, I guess that's where I was going with that, <laughs> more or less. So boy, where was I? Fuck. I, uh, I got real into it and I forgot to write. We'll say like 30, 32 ish. I'll probably, I'll probably, uh, check that. Okay. Um, yeah. So outside of that, pretty much all the news that at least stood out to me for this week. Um, yeah. Okay. So let's get into what I've been uh, up to gaming wise. Um, it's uh, about 38. So, yeah, uh, boy, man, this past July 4th weekend um, went in, went in reckless abandon. Uh, Modern Warfare. They had a uh, double XP, everything. Um uh, double, double XP in general, double battle pass tier XP and double weapon XP. So, uh, I went in, man, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I went completely in. All right. I went in. Um, so I basically <laughs> literally played the whole weekend that, uh, it started until it did. I think it ended like Tuesday ish and boy, man. It is, it was, it was, it was an insane amount of time I put in. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, I'm a battle pass tier 70, you know, I mean, not, not to toot my own horn, but, uh, beep beep, you know, um, and, uh, I think I'm level 150. So I'm like one, almost one, almost at the max there. Um, and I guess technically, I think I heard that actually the battle, the, double XP wasn't working to some extent or was, uh, kind of flawed or whatever. So I think even then 
it was still working. So, I mean, I was, I was trying to get, get that in especially with the, um, challenges. So I put a huge dent in uh, all the challenges for this season. I think I only got like technically one row left. Um, overall, they're pretty good. Uh, nothing really too annoying other than the, uh, the one challenge where you have to, um, go in the war zone, which is actually, I think a first for this season. But on top of that, you have to like get 15 revives, um, which is potentially annoying because one, you know, you won't consistently, uh, be alive. Uh, it may be a factor where you're, you're killed and you have to get revived in and you may not be able to revive somebody else. So potentially going to be playing Warzone for a while. I only got like two out of 15 so far, but then again, I was playing a lot of the, uh, solos in Warzone. Um, so yeah. Um, but outside of that, pretty much most of the other ones are pretty doable. I think you actually, which I didn't know is that you can get it, get them from a uh, plunder instead of war zone, which would have helped a lot in terms of being more efficient. But I, it was funny. I was just playing war zone just the, as the, the total wrong way you shouldn't play it in terms of, you know, one, one challenge was to go and go downtown and get like 20, 20, um, 20 challenges or start them. And, you know, that's generally like the heart, depending on where the circle is for a lot of the, um, firefights, which, you know, <laughs> it's funny. Like I would get a lot of money and then I would like, generally I would like, you know, get a loadout drop, but you know, essentially I was just playing objective or playing the uh, challenge and like, was just getting like repeated, uh, armor plates and armor boxes and, uh, kill streaks and stuff, which I normally necessarily wouldn't do depending on the context or situation. But, uh, in terms of this scenario, uh, I'm totally not playing the game like I should, which, you know, man, I would, I would feel so bad. Like people would actually legitimately trying to win Warzone, not getting that. And, you know, me just screwing it up, just getting like totally irrelevant items. And, you know, and at least for solos, maybe essentially helping other people where they like, let's say go to the same buy station, got all these access, uh, armor boxes that <laughs> some like weird sadistic, uh, Stockholm syndrome where I'm like helping, helping my enemy so they can, we can fight on even ground or some, some weird, like, um, I don't know, uh, intricate anime storyline shit or something. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. This is, this is stuff that's formulated my head, obviously, but yeah. So, I mean, um, overall, man. Uh, I think this game is coming close to like beating the time of me playing Modern Warfare 2 because, man, just thoroughly enjoying uh, enjoying the gameplay, thoroughly engaged in it. Uh, the challenges, the new weapons, new additions, uh, patches. It's just the core fundamentals of that game is just so damn good. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I can't stop gushing over Modern Warfare. That's why I keep playing it. It's so damn good. As a, you know, pretty decent Call of Duty fan, no game since Modern Warfare 2 has kept me engaged and wanted to play as much as Modern Warfare, um, which is a, definitely a big-ass achievement. 
Uh, and then the crossplay, just giving you more opportunities to play with other people, more people that you normally would be restricted of not being able to play with. Bees knees, man. Bees knees. All right. Um. Next game is uh, you know it, you know it by now. Um, Animal Crossing. Uh, I, I went in on in terms of uh prices. Uh, I, I made that full ass investment, man. Uh, I was talking about it on Twitter a bit. Um, <laughs> I, I put put all my savings into the, into this turn up business. All right, I'm trying to I'm trying to win big. Go big or go home, cause man, if I if I don't go big, I'm be <laughs> I'm be screwed right now, you know. Um, so yeah, uh, put like two hundred fifty thousand thousand bells in uh turnips. It's nothing. It's nothing to me. That's chump change. That may be all my change, but that's that's still chump change, cause ultimately at the end of the day, uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be even more. So you know, in in the grand scheme of things, chump change. All right. Perspective, perspective, <laughs> perspective. Uh, but yeah, still just, you know, been pretty consistently checking in every day. Um, not really putting as much time in, into it as I have been before. Now, I guess I'm in the, I guess, objective, objective wise, even though there's, there is, you could technically not play the game objectively, but essentially you, you, if you want to get the most out of the game, that's, ultimately what you need to do. So that's pretty much what I've been doing. I guess the current objective I'm on is uh, basically I got to get my island rating to five stars in order for uh, the man, the myth, the legend, um, KK Slider to come up, bless his greatness uh, to my village. So been trying to work towards that. It seems to be very subjective in terms of what the conditions are to kind of satisfy that and increase your rating. I've been like doing some, some light research on it. Been hearing like if you have too many trees that affects it, if you're not customizing your stuff enough that may affect it. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. So at least my goal or, or current, plan is to um try to win big on uh on the stock market in terms of getting these turnips uh turning up with these turnips uh pun intended um and then uh start investing in terms of uh restructuring my village and uh get it to how I want it um which is you know ultimately the main plan I think that's kind of the sub um I guess you beat the game kind of thing is getting this five star rating. I think that's technically when you beat the game somewhat. I mean, in terms of the games, I guess interpretation of it, you know, you essentially don't beat this game. You know what I mean? So all in all, still, still uh, consistently engaged in that game. Um, yeah, I totally believe, understand the hype around Animal Crossing now. It is uh, is some game I thought I never would have, yeah, I never would have uh, liked or enjoyed. But yeah, just the underlying objectives, goals, uh, customization, which I was very surprised at the extent that how much you can freaking customize in this game, which is pretty great. But overall, you know, charm and appeal of it, um, just keep me in, man. 
keep me hooked. So outside of that, that's actually pretty much all I've been uh, up to game and wise uh, specifically. Um, so, yeah. Uh, outside of that, I guess we'll cover what I've been up to. Um, media, uh, TV, movie, whatever wise. Um, if my pen can work. Rad. Oh my God. Like broke my damn pen. Uh, either way. Um, yeah. So lately, man, been, uh, binging. Did a hardcore binge session of uh, Twin Peaks yesterday. Uh, man, that show, it, this uh, I'm on the second season, or I guess technically. I forgot how it is, but I heard there's like a, I recall way back there there's being like an additional season to it. I'm not sure if that's included in Netflix, but um, I'm not sure if that's included with the second season technically, but either way, been thoroughly enjoying uh the uh second season of Twin Peaks. I thought it got to a point where I thought it was at the end where you kind of know you find out who the murderer is and they're technically gone, but then it takes this weird turn of the supernatural as hell, uh, where it's like this whole unknown kind of X Files vibe. And it's <laughs> it's kind of funny I say that too, because uh David Duchovny who's the, you know, uh, the main, main star, uh, or co-star with the two, uh, Scully and Mulder, um, uh, of X-File, which I never knew is that, uh, he's, um, Denise, Dennis or Denise, who's this like cross-dressing, uh, DEA agent in, uh, Twin Peaks, which I totally didn't know he played that role. Cause I was seeing like David Duchovny. I was like, that, that's. I didn't know he was in here. I thought he might have been the younger version of the um, I forgot his name, but the biker kid, uh, the biker renegade badass kid, I guess, uh, from the show. But I was like, oh, no, <laughs> that totally isn't him because he showed up first as a cross dressed. Um, yeah, DEA agent, which is like, you know, whoa, I wasn't expecting that. But um, and then, yeah, again, just the direct correlation in like. Uh, it reminded me of the straight direct, um, hints and, uh, you know, inspiration of Delhi permission. Cause there's a lot of those, uh, parallels in Delhi permission as well. Uh, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> he was, he was pretty good, man. Uh, just the, the satire comedy. And I mean, if we're going to be candid, we're going to be honest. I mean, David Duchovny does look pretty good for, uh, 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 you know, cross-dressed, uh, woman, you know, uh, I'm just, I'm just saying, I mean, someone fully, fully, uh, you know, one heterosexual two, um, confident in my sexuality. Um, he, uh, he, he cleans up pretty nice. All right. I'm just, I just, that has to be said. Okay. I'm just, just putting that out there. I mean, you know, take that for what you will. I, why would you take it <laughs> any other way? But uh, yeah, that was it was pretty funny, pretty funny. Um, very interesting, especially now with the whole context of, you know, the whole tabooness and kind of unfortunate transphobia and stuff of, you know, um, 
genders and and things like that. Uh, I found that yeah very refreshing in terms of just a whole another spin on Twin Peaks and you know yeah but overall thoroughly enjoying it. I'm very like on been on the edge of my seat of like man oh okay wow this is a whole new spin uh oh okay where is this gonna go uh okay uh yes all right and you know there's a lot of spins a lot of twists and turns and uh I'm loving it I'm loving it I'm loving it so glad I uh did uh get around to watching this especially on the wake of Delhi Premonition 2 that is potentially I think is technically coming out tonight on Switch so who knows? I might try to finish finish uh Twin Peaks before jumping in uh uh De- Deadly Premonition two this weekend. We'll see. We'll see. But man, ugh, I cannot uh cannot praise Twin Peaks enough so far. Um yeah, man, it felt like it was ending, but now like, no, wait a minute, we got a lot left for you. And uh yeah, still um even more interested now. Yeah, deeper into this second season, so uh, I forgot what episode I want to say 13, 14 ish. But I think there's like way more episodes than that. Like, I'm not sure what it, where it ends, but I don't want to kind of spoil myself. So I'm just letting it go and just seeing where. Uh, when it does actually end. So. But yeah, if you're into again, if you're into like, I guess, thriller, mystery. Weird. Extraterrestrial ish. Definitely recommend Twin Peaks um, if you haven't already. What this is like a 20, 25 ish year old game, uh, movie or not movie, a TV series um, again on Netflix. Um, pretty good. Pretty, pretty damn good, man. Pretty damn good. So, um, Yeah. So I think outside of that, that's pretty much all I've been up to personally. Um, but yeah, uh, so I think that'll do it for uh, episode 63 of Switches Sites. Uh, if you do enjoy the podcast, um, um, yeah, feel free um, to like, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcast and platforms. Uh, if you want to catch this live and uh, just talk BS or challenge some discussions uh, real time, um, can always catch me live streaming recording uh every Thursday on um Twitch TV slash A Switch. If you want to catch uh this podcast on YouTube form, uh you can also do the same on youtube.com slash A Switch as well. Um yeah. Uh any questions you want to submit to the show that I may potentially answer if I get enough can uh, submit them at a switch TV at gmail.com. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Um, yeah. So, uh, until next time guys, uh, be safe. Uh, times is still crazy. Uh, this coronavirus is not going. So, uh, please be aware of that. Um, people still, just acting like it just disappeared, but no, it hasn't. It is here in full effect. And, uh, these cases that are getting raised are definitely indicative of that. So, uh, relax, stay home, uh, stay your ass home, <laughs> stay your ass home. Um, 
yeah don't cough don't touch people that don't want to be touched um and until next time uh get your game on oh yeah Nobody's safe.